Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and we are on the eve of Conference Championship Sunday. So, of course, this podcast focuses on just that. Um, yet again, chopped it up with the homie Eves last night, uh, which we've been doing so far throughout this uh, postseason run. To preview these games um, kind of coming on tomorrow should be a good one. So therefore, this podcast was definitely a good one. Um, we also, towards the end, did talk about the whole Antonio Brown situation, this, this, this bizarre behavior that's been transpiring recently and over the last several months, too. Um, so we talked about that a little bit as well. And uh, we can actually get into it right now because there isn't really any news to uh, provide. So here it is. The Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 26. Enjoy. Games this weekend? I am. Um, I'm definitely surprised Baltimore got knocked out in, yeah. in their first game in the divisional playoff game. But um, I still think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to pull it out. But. Hopefully the Titans can surprise me because there's nothing I want more than for Nick Wright to take an L because I can't stand him. <laughs> no, honestly, I think I feel like most of America shares the same sentiment. Not even past nation. A lot of people just, just she's so arrogant and so and she seems really arrogant. I think a lot of people don't like him. He comes up to a person who's not like him. Nick Wright is the absolute worst. There's like nothing more than I want to see him crestfallen because the Chiefs lost. <laughs> well, yeah, man, we can start with that game first. So you got the afternoon game, obviously Titans at Chiefs. We talked about a big upset. I didn't think it was gonna be. I knew I, we talked about it before. I thought that that could potentially be an upset, but I think that they were gonna dominate the way they did. Nonetheless, nonetheless they moved on, playing the Chiefs with that crazy comeback. What was going through your head when the Chiefs made that comeback against the Texans? Um, I kind of saw it coming. Um, I don't know. There's no way you, you didn't see that coming. Now you may have saw that. Okay, they're down twenty-four nothing. They can still win this game because they can put points up like that. But you didn't see that that avalanche of an offense coming. Who could have seen that? Um. So let me put it like this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw me tweeting um, during the Baltimore game, but the one thing I said, like literally, I said this in like the fourth quarter. I was like. Do you think any team feels safe up by 16 with six minutes left in the fourth quarter if they're playing Patrick Mahomes? And I said, only a dumb person says no. Okay. Simple. Simple. Like the 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 Chiefs can can score points in bunches and they can do it quickly. Like if if anything, just think about that game last year against the Rams where they were just scoring points all over the place. Like, it's it's definitely in their DNA. The only reason Houston was a, was even able to make a game of it was two special teams mistakes and a busted coverage because, well, I mean, fair play, they bit on the um, – they bit on the throw to the – on the fake to the flat, and they, let, and they let Kenny Stills go deep. Outside of that, they were pretty much blown out. Yeah. I mean, Houston's defense isn't good. Like it, they they pretty much played um they 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 showed up the week prior, but I, I had a, I knew what if the Chiefs were firing even even playing like average for their for their level, they mm-hmm. were going to blow the Houston Texans out. There was no way that the Houston Texans were going to be able to keep up. 
Yeah, man. That, that, I, I've never seen a, a momentum swing like that. And credit, the special teams really swung the momentum on both ends. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was wild. I mean, it's something to see when it's definitely, like, jarring to see that you're down 24 points. You're down 24 points in the second half. And then, I mean, in the second quarter. And then actually go have a lead going into the half. And then win by by like what thirty points? It's it's 20, absolutely yeah. nuts. It's at twenty points. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. But if there's any team that can do it, it's the Chiefs. Exactly. I mean, they they really I, they scored twenty eight points in the second quarter with like nine minutes of game clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you have you have a quarterback who has as strong an arm as anybody in the league. And then you have the best deep deep ball threat in the league with Tyreek Hill. He can take it to the house from anywhere. So it's like they're gonna they're gonna pick up yards in bunches. I mean the the Texans were playing off man on him all night long. It was either off man or zone. So they were giving up so many chunks of yardage mm-hmm. um, right off the bat, and they were the Chiefs were just taking advantage of that. And then uh, Travis Kelsey was just running roughshod all over that defense. He was catching oh, yeah. balls all over the place and making plays. Like the the Texans defense had no chance. Yeah, after after that drop ball on on, on that third down by Kelsey, he just like just went ballistic on them. With three touchdown catches. Yeah, I mean, if if the if the Chiefs didn't drop those balls on what the first maybe like two or three two or three uh um drives, yeah. we could be talking we could be literally talking about like a seventy point game. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I don't. I don't even think that's a, any. High, there's no hyperbole there. They probably no, no. <laughs> The Texans, the Texans were completely outclassed. Completely, like, like again, the only reason they were even in the game was because the Chiefs were shooting themselves in the foot with mistakes. Once they shook off the rust and got going, they they were in. A, they were. In a, it was clear they were on another level compared to the Texans. Right. All right, so we so we look ahead to this game on Sunday. Um, now I'm I'm pretty sure you believe that the Chiefs are going to win this game, but if the Titans can pull this off, what do you think is the is the key for the Titans? With the plus the for the key is? It's it's the Chiefs are a tough are a tough like riddle to solve because. You got to be able to one. You got to be able to take out Tyreek Hill with bracket coverage, um, and then either bracket coverage or just have like that one corner who can who can keep up with them. And I don't think there's a corner who can cover Tyreek Hill one on one. There's just not enough, no one has enough speed. No. Um, and so you need to take out Tyreek Hill with bracket coverage, and you need if you do that, you need somebody who can single cover Travis Kelsey. Um, you're going to need to play – I mean, again, the Houston Texans played off-man last week. They were giving up a lot of yardage. What you got to do is you just got to say – I mean, you can't be afraid to give up the big play, in my opinion. They just need to get up in Travis Kelsey's face and Tyrese Hill's face, jam him, do the best they can to disrupt their timing off of the line of scrimmage, um, play, play as tight man-to-man as they can, and – let let it let it let it be let it be what it be, um, but but the one problem with that being is Patrick Mahomes is mobile, so if you're going up against 
man coverage. Um, the problem there is your front four has to ha- has to bring a decent pass rush, but they also got to be disciplined in their rush lanes because if they don't, he's going to take off. And he's going to pick up a whole bunch of yardage because he can run. So it's it's easier said than done, but the Titans were able to figure out a game plan to stop Lamar Jackson last week by both stopping the run and taking away the middle of the field. So, yeah. It, you know, stranger things have happened. I just – I don't see it happening uh, this week for them. Uh, but I was also wrong last week. So, who knows? Mike Frabel's a good coach. Yeah, man, that, that he is. I mean, I, I thought you were going to just say, well, just feed Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah. He, the, he, the, he I mean, what you want to do – all you would. I mean, the, the recipe would be to feed him and keep Patrick Mahomes on the bench as exactly. long as possible. Eat the clock um, out. The Titans, the, I mean, the Titans' offense has been successful. No one's been able to stop Derrick Henry yet. Um, it is very much in his hands whether or not the Titans win. I don't see Ryan Tannehill winning a shootout with um, Patrick Mahomes right now. Oh, oh no, no. Yeah, they, they cannot get into a shootout with the Chiefs. I mean, these two, uh, two contrast styles of play. If you want to play like the Chiefs, you're gonna get, they're going to get smoked. Well, at the exactly. Same time, do you, I mean – they are asking an awful lot of Derrick Henry, who's been like freaking the Hulk so far in the playoffs. This run he's having, but can you really, can you, don't you think that they just need a little bit more from Tannehill because he's only he's thrown fewer than a hundred yards in all the, in his game so far. With only yes one- and no, um, I, Derrick Derrick Henry is like an anomaly. Like he he's had a, he has a lot of tread on his tires. Like he. He had a ton of carries in high school. He had a ton of carries at Alabama. He's had – I mean, he, he was splitting some time when he got to the Titans, so maybe that's why he's been so fresh as of late. But he's got a lot of carries, and he hasn't he hasn't really been injured, and he's been ready to go. So I, I think I think he, he's going to be up to the task. I thought that as that the Baltimore Ravens, given that they were a pretty a really physical defense, would be would have been able to stop him, but he he racked up the yardage on them too, and he was running them right over. Um, I don't I don't see the Kansas City Chiefs being able to to, to do much more, even though they have been playing well. Um, uh, definitely someone to pay attention to is Chris Jones. Chris Jones didn't play last week. Oh, we'll yeah. see if he's we'll see uh, we'll see if he's ready to go this week. Um, Terrell Suggs has been set been good at setting the edge since he's been there. Um, but uh, again, if if Derrick Henry was stiff arm and Earl Thomas like he was a child, I don't really <laughs> see Tyran Matthew uh, doing much better coming downhill from his safety position. Oh yeah, um, so. It's definitely um, it's definitely on that front four or the end that front seven to contain Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill to beat them. That's what I would do. I'll try my best to stop the run and make Ryan Tannehill beat us, make him play, uh, make him try to win a shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about Derrick Henry in high school? I saw his senior stats in high school. Four thousand two sixty-one rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. I was looking the other day, and I was just like, "What the I was just, I, I, I was. My mind was blown. I was like, "This dude is not human." But then again, <laughs> he is like a six-three, two hundred and fifty-pound running back. So he is clearly like in a class by himself. Do you have the best running back in the league? 
No, um, because I, I, in my opinion, to be a running back, you got to be able to be a big factor on all three downs. Um, right now, he's he's having a great season running the football. Yeah. But as far as being a complete back, you're still probably talking Saquon Barkley. Give me a Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey right now. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Um, Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is a great back as well. He was he was in the running for uh, for for the rushing title um, for most of the season before the the Cleveland Browns kind of had that collapse. So. Uh, I think Derrick Henry's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's tops in the league. He's one of the best, but he's not the best. Probably not even close. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I definitely would put. I, th- I think Saquon's the best, and I probably wouldn't even put McCaffrey because this guy is more versatile than Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry, like I said, crazy run. It's just crazy what he's doing right now. Like basically, like can he keep it up this week? Remains to be seen. I would think he's, he's going to do his thing. But will it be enough? I don't think I don't see that happening. Just as a random aside on Christian McCaffrey, I think he was the first back. I I would have to look at the stats, but I think he's the first back since like Marshall Falk, maybe to do a thousand and a thousand. He had a a thousand receiving and a thousand rushing. So Christian McCaffrey's no joke. Don't sleep on him. Oh no, I definitely can't sleep on him this year. That 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 all pro was was well deserved. Absolutely. So okay, so about the uh, Chiefs, right? Um, if they if they were to lose, do you think that would be a bad look on like Andy Reid, Andy Reid, and um, Pat Mahomes second year in a row when you have home field advantage in the AFC Championship game? Super Bowl. Uh I don't think so. I, I well, I think I think Patrick Mahomes will get a pass. I just don't see a situation where if they lose, like he's real, he's going to be really to blame. Um, I think people will say something to Andy Reid, like it'll be a, oh, Andy Reid can't manage the clock or this or that, or he, Andy Reid can't win the big game, but I don't think they'll blame Patrick Mahomes for it. Uh, I, the kid, that kid can play that. Like I told you a few weeks ago, I was saying Patrick Mahomes was that sleeping giant. Like everyone was talking about Lamar Jackson, this Lamar Jackson, that. And I was like, no, Patrick Mahomes is the guy that people need to be fearing. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what, what, like exactly like you said, like I think a lot of people were sleeping on him and then were reminded, he reminded them on Sunday that he right now is the best quarterback playing right now in the National Football League. Period. And only mean, his second year starting. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he, it, and, and just again, just think about – when the game started off, it wasn't even really him. It was just he was throwing the guy, putting the ball in guys' hands, and they were just dropping it left and right. Exactly, it wasn't his fault. And it was funny. <laughs> I, I did tweet. I did tweet hashtag get Pat Mahomes some help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, he's doing, he's doing the job. They're not kidding. Robinson's dropping passes. Like, Here we go. It's crazy. Yeah, they were definitely letting him down. So if if anything, if anything, like maybe unless there's like a freak injury or. Someone gets ejected for something, or special teams just like goes completely haywire. Like I don't, I don't see it being Patrick Mahomes' fault. Mm, yeah, that's crazy. So, so honestly, do you do you think he, he's more comparable to like Aaron Rodgers or to Brett Favre, or a combination of both? 
I would say I think I think he's like a combination of both. I think he has um all of this the same kind he has the he obviously he has similar arm talent. Um he has the mobility um that Aaron Rodgers has. Um he's not he he's kind of like a blend in Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers where he will take risks um when it comes to his throws, but he still doesn't throw a ton of picks. But the one big difference I see with uh, Mahomes and Rodgers is he's kind of more of a visible leader in a lot of ways. Like, you know, like you, like, like, like last week when you saw after all the drops and they got stalled and they were down, you saw him on the sidelines firing guys up and telling them, you know, like we can do this, let's go. You don't really see that from Rodgers. Plus, you know, all those things that kind of people, people say about Rodgers after they leave the Packers Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. I I don't really see. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is probably is like a little bit more one of the guys than Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. No. I mean that that's definitely fair to say. He 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 exhibits like very good leadership skills this early in his career and at a young age. I was really impressed with that on on Sunday. Um, like you said, when he's on the sideline, just just firing people up like let's go, this game. I mean, I mean, how many how many quarterbacks were pulled in that position? Being down twenty four nothing in a divisional round. Uh, there's there's one guy that we know. <laughs> one there's a there's one guy, there's one guy that we know that we trust in that situation. Uh, uh, he's he's uh there's a certain uh guy with six six Super Bowl rings, but true. Hey. Well, I'm saying like most quarterbacks would fold in that situation. Fair to say. Absolutely, absolutely. But I like I was watching it. I thought, you know, when they went up twenty-four nothing, I was like, eh, but there was so much time left in that game. It, all you need is a little momentum swing, and it was a wrap. I was just my my bigger my bigger concern was more just uh, the Chiefs defense. I knew that the Chiefs offense would wake up eventually. Quick question about Brady. Quick question. More impressive. Pat Mahomes coming back down for 20, 24 nothing, or Brady coming back down for twenty eight to three. Oh, definitely Brady coming back from twenty eight <laughs> to three. It was a Super Bowl, man. It was a Super Bowl. It was it was way later. It was, it was way later in the game. It was like what in the third quarter? Yeah, Come I, on. I believe it was like three minutes. Three minutes of change left, or like two minutes of change left. Being down twenty eight to three. Yeah, it's not even close. The stakes are way higher, and you have way more eyes on you. Plus, Mahomes did have more has more offensive weapons than Brady would have been. And True. Yeah. Only thing is, like, I mean, like, like, it took Brady a lot more time, clock, clock, game clock wise, to come back than Mahomes did. But I mean, yeah, yeah, but he was he Brady was doing it with you know Edelman and Danny James Amendola, White. James White. Um, what was it Malcolm Mitchell? Oh yeah, and Gronk didn't play that game. He was and Gronk didn't. No Gronk. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes had his full complement of weapons. You know. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot to think about that. Yeah, Gronk didn't play that Super Bowl. <laughs> nope, he didn't. That's great. All right, so uh, yes, yeah, so let's take a quick break and then we can move on to uh, the nightcap of the evening game. Sounds good.
All right, let's get back to this conference championship Sunday convo. All right, so we got 640 evening, Packers at Niners. This game, honestly, I'm going to... I, I, I think I'm going with the Packers. the Packers. I think I'm going with the Packers to pull this off. As crazy as it might sound, I think they're going to do it. I'm going with the Niners on this one. So, are you? So, is you going with the Niners based a lot on what you saw from week? I believe it was week 12 when they beat them 37. Honestly, I was just looking at the matchup. I mean, the <laughs> one way, the one way, if you when you're taking on a mobile quarterback. It's all about your front four. The San Francisco 49ers have the most athletic front four in the league. You know, D Ford, Nick Bosa, Brenton Buckner. It's just they they they're no jokes. It's just a bunch of first round picks with a whole bunch of athleticism coming after Aaron Rodgers. They don't need to blitz if they don't want to. Um, and then another thing people are forgetting. There was if there was one guy who was the bane of Aaron Rodgers' existence when it comes to the playoffs, it is Richard Sherman. People forget Aaron Rodgers has a terrible quarterback rating when he throws at Richard Sherman, and that's who who's on the other side of the field next week. I mean, he doesn't travel, but when Devontae Adams is on his side, there you go. Uh, I mean, Richard Sherman, even even though people have been saying he was done, I honestly thought he was on the downside of his career as well. My second team made second team all pro this year. The guy is the real deal. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's he you know him. He, he's battle tested. He's a Super Bowl champion. He sh- Richard Sherman shows up. Um, and I'm, I'm sure having a good pass rush in front of him has extended his career for sure. But he's been playing lights out um, all season long, and he's showed up in the playoffs. He was he was he was dynamite last week. So I don't I don't see that defense faltering too much. Um, I don't see um, Aaron Jones just running roughshod all over them like he was able to in prior weeks. Um, and then on the other side of the football, the 49ers, they just got, you know, they've got three good backs who can get going in any game, and they can come at you fresh all day long. Uh, George Kittle is a stud. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo has blossomed ever since they brought Emmanuel Sanders into the fold. This is the San Francisco 49ers game to lose. Um, and I think they're, they're going to take care of, they're going to take care of business. Shanahan's a, a great offensive mind. I think they're going to be fine. Okay. Fair to say. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to leave that. Maybe it's still I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I, I want to see him so bad playing another Super Bowl that I want him to win. So I'm using like my heart over my mind, but there's something to say about this, this Packers team. Um, they, 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 they've been in They haven't lost. They haven't actually lost. It's in uh, week 12. I mean, they, they win. They win ugly, but they win nonetheless. And I think that, that, that they can make this an ugly game. And all they really got to do, I feel like, is that they got – well, two things they got to do. They got to try to avoid first third downs as much as possible against this defense. And they got to get pressure on Jimmy G. Force a couple of turnovers with Jimmy G. If they can do that, they can have a good chance to win this game. Now, I'm worried about the fact that Aaron Rodgers, I feel like, only trusts only trust, um, Devontae Adams. Only receiver he trusts on that team. 
Yeah, I mean, some, you can count on Jimmy Graham to make a, uh, a play here and there sometimes. He had that big, he had that, he had that big catch to steal the deal the, on the third down. But he's been dis- <laughs> a disappointment in Green Bay. He he has been a disappointment, but he's you know he's on the downside of his career. I think people figured him out, um, kind of uh, towards the end of his run in um, New Orleans. Orleans and. Just one thing led to another. They traded him to the Seahawks, and he just didn't work out really. And he's just been ever since. Um, <clears throat> you just treat him like a wide receiver. If you're physical with him, you can really disrupt him. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I really think I think the people are just underestimating just how much better Jimmy Garoppolo has been since they yeah. brought in Emmanuel Sanders. And ever since they brought in Emmanuel Sanders and he's kind of been their number one, they've been able to to really get Debo Samuel on track. George Kittle has been able to get on track. And then that running game has just still been as steady as it has ever been. So I think they're gonna be they're gonna be up to the task. I do think the Packers do have a great pass rush in there because of their defensive ends. Um, but I think they, they're going to have enough of a running game to be able to keep the Packers' defense honest um, and and uh, so that they can't really just pin back their ears and go after uh, Jimmy G. Uh, and I think Kyle Shanahan is a good enough coach who's going to mix things up with misdirection enough to uh, – for the San Francisco for San Francisco to make make the plays that they need to make to win the game. Okay, so let's say let's say hypothetically speaking, you were a San Francisco fan, you wouldn't be worried necessarily. You wouldn't worry necessarily that Jimmy G. And this could be a little bit too bright of a spotlight for him. This is a big game, the biggest game of his career. Rodgers has played some pretty well. He played a soccer championship game, been to Super Bowl already. Um, now, the last time when they played, he went through 404 yards. I can't see that happening again. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about the quarterback matchup, obviously you're going to trust Aaron Rodgers more. Um, I just think that the team that they have built around him is overall just more solid than what the Packers have going right now, even though the Packers are a good team themselves. Um, since the that 49ers defense, they they were really they were great when they were healthy and they're healthy again. So I mm-hmm. think it's going to be if you just if, for me if I just look at it at Rodgers versus the the Niners defense and Jimmy G versus the Packers defense, I feel like the Packers defense is more solvable by the 49ers as opposed to the uh, opposite. Mm. No, that's fair. But I mean, like, too, this morning, I think, that, um, I mean, your guy, Nick Wright, young Joker, I think he brought up this morning that in the seven playoff appearances, Aaron Rodgers, um, when they lost, the uh, the defense gave up 36 points a, a game. That's crazy. Now, the defense has been fortified, has been fortified this season. Fair to say? Yeah. That's. I think the 49ers are going to score that. Do think they're going to find a way to keep? I think they're going to win the time of possession. Win time of possession. That uh, that the defense is going to make enough plays to uh, the Packers. Because again, I I trust I trust the, the 
that 49ers front four to make more plays um, stopping Rodgers, then I do think that the Packers will get after um, Jimmy G, even though the Packers' pass rush has been good this season. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But I want to ask you a quick, quick question. Let's say hypothetically the Packers do pull it off, pull up the upset. And let's say they even won the Super Bowl. They were able to beat San Francisco or even Tennessee. Where do you think that would place Rodgers? How far would that move him up, you think, on the list of great quarterbacks, the great all-time great? Um, I would probably say if he wins another one, it will put him in, like, the top five, maybe number three or four, in my opinion. Um, you know, Tom Brady is at the top. He's never going to be eclipsed. I think uh, the next two are Joe Montana. And uh, in my opinion, even though he never won a chip, it's Dan Marino. Wow. Um, and um, and then you got to think about it. And then it's like Rodgers and John Elway. Mm. What about Peyton? Uh, John Payton choked at the playoffs way too much. Too many one and dones, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, maybe in the, the bottom half of the top 10. But if, you, if you're telling me I, I'd have to go, I have to pick a quarterback, I would definitely take Brady, Montana, or Elway, or Aaron Rodgers over Peyton Manning. I, he just had too, too many playoff. He's just he's choked in so many playoff games and ones where he's won. He hasn't played what there have been instances where he hasn't played when he was carried by the defense. Like the Denver Super Bowl and Oh yeah, yeah. The he, year, was, he, was, he was carried to the yeah. To the, he was carried the to the, they, the Yeah, and the year that they won against the Chicago Bears, like he wasn't playing well in the playoffs. Like they were playing that defense was playing out of their mind. I think Bob Sanders won defensive player of the year that year playing at safety and Dwight Franey was Sacking everybody all over the place. Yeah, that did was real, and, and and they were going against West Coastman in the Super Bowl. My God, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know that was that was the year. I think they, the 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 Patriots gave Tom Brady like Rashad Caldwell and oh yeah, like the, a lot of blunders. Basically, a super old Troy Vincent and. Um, no, Troy Brown and um, um, I think uh, uh, I think maybe Doug Gabriel or something like that. I forget. I forget his name, but it it was it, he had basically no receivers, and he actually complained about it for the first time. And then they traded for Randy Moss that offseason. Yep, that's when they got Randy Moss in the offseason. They had that prolific offense. Yep, yeah. that, that, I forgot about yeah, that. That's absolutely right. I mean, for me, I, I, I think you have to put like. If Aaron Rodgers is to get that next Super Bowl, because then he'll have two Super Bowls, two MVP league MVPs, what the best, what the best, the best touchdown and it's at the ratio in league history, best passer rating. You can't, you got to be like top three, top four. Yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna be hard to eclipse those guys. So he can make a case of three, and maybe and then definitely four. I mean, you know, because Marino played in a in a different league where. He never really had a running game. It was pretty much a passing game. He just he just as a passer. And in that one Super Bowl he went to, it was up against the Niners, where yeah, literally 
literally their entire secondary went to the pool. You're talking about you're talking about Eric Davis and Ronnie Lott in that in that secondary. <laughs> just to just to give you a couple of names, there's two others right there. Um, so they basically had no chance. And then Elway, uh, I don't know if there's a quarterback, any other quarterback besides maybe Brady, who uplifted uh, kind of just mediocre talent. I, Elway put the Broncos on his back for years before they finally got him some help and won a couple of Super Bowls, like in his twilight years. Yeah, with, with, with Terrell Davis um, on, on the ground. Terrell Davis, you know, Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Um, and then, to me, like the all one of the biggest all-time snubs was Steve Atwater at safety. Steve Atwater was one of the biggest hitters at safety ever to play in the NFL, and he's not in the Hall of Fame, which to me is a travesty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that Jimmy Johnson just got Jimmy is getting in the Hall of Fame. Why, what the hell? Was yeah, Jimmy. Now? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher part of like the senior class. They like expanded. They expanded the class for for this year. So I don't think they've announced like the players, but they announced like coaches and um, some senior play some senior players who didn't get in there yet. Um, I guess there was a couple of snubs and some people were like upset, but it is what it is. Uh, Drew Pearson get in and they had like a camera on him and he was was really, really upset. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. So so back to that game. What do we have for a score? I have the Niners winning 31 to 28. Mm. I think it'll be a close one, but I think the Niners are going to pull it out. In the last two minutes? I can see that happening, yeah. Mm. I'm going to go 27-20. Green Bay. Wow. All right. But I I just feel like (laughs) upset's coming, but I can't see it happening to the Chiefs, so I'm going with the Packers, 27-20. Wait, we we didn't do a score for the other game. Titans-Chiefs. Um, I see the uh, Chiefs winning that one by 10. So I'm going to go uh, 35, maybe 35 to 24. All right, yeah. I, I, I see that I see that as a two-score game as well. So it's, it's either going to be close or a blowout or, or, or a big – that's a blowout, 14-point game to blow up, basically. So it's going to be really close to a blowout. So I will go 36 – 21, KC. All right. 36 points. Yeah, That'll be nice. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you see the news about what's going on with, with Antonio Brown? He's wilding. Uh, I have a Honestly. Yeah, I saw Stephen A. on this morning on my lunch break talking about how he really felt like he needs to get some help. I'm like, that would be funny to this point. So I know Drew Rosenhaus dropped him conditionally. Um, where he dropped him condition on on the condition that Antonio, unless Antonio Brown seeks mental help, I yeah. I don't know. Like people, you can't you can't be someone over thirty and just be that dumb. Like I don't. 
something's got to be wrong. He's going to have some kind of like mental imbalance. He's got bipolar disorder or or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. But it's, it's hey, it's. I mean, because when you, one of the biggest things about CTE is you're very and you can kind of switch on somebody in a second. Um, there's something wrong with the guy because I've, I've never seen someone self-sabotage themselves so much and it's just like there's got to be people who are telling them like, dude, you're messing up. But I feel like he's also the person where if you tell him he's messing up, he'll cut you off. So I feel like any of those people who might be good influences in his life, he's gotten rid of them. So I don't know. It's it's ultimately it's like one of those things where it's up to him to save himself. Uh, no one can make him seek help and 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 change his decisions because ultimately he's the one with the money. Uh, it would be it be great if somehow you like I don't know if you've seen like you remember what happened with Britney Spears where her dad got like conservatorship of like basically got control of her life and fixed and helped her, helped her get things right. Like, he needs someone to be, like, take control of all of his finances and take decisions out of his hands and basically force him to get help, but it's not going to happen. So, it sucks, man. Uh, Tony Brown was one of my favorite players in the league to watch. Like, it just sucks to, like, see, like, this downward spiral. Like, he's literally probably one of the five, three or four best receivers in the league right now. And nobody wants anything to do with him. That's and he crazy. hasn't even really committed a crime, I guess. Three or four receivers in the league right now, not all time. You're saying you're talking about right now. And a lot of teams wouldn't even touch him. That's insane. Exactly. Like he he's he was on the path to be a Hall of Famer and and he's out of the league because he can't control his mouth. And you can't stop videotaping everything and broadcasting it live. I mean, even if you're, even if he did this, some of this stuff, he probably would still be in the league right now if he wasn't taping it. Yeah, man, man it's crazy to think how much money he's just walked in the last like, several months. Oh yeah, he's he's pissed. He's pissed so many millions of dollars down the drain, and it's just like. There's a lot of people out there who would kill for the opportunity. You just pissing it away. But all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I never I never seen anything like it before. I really hope he gets the help that he needs. And he hopes the people that, that are in his life that were actually like I try to do right by him and get him the help that he needs to start to act like everything's okay. Or you're just scared to like, you know, get on his bad side or something like that. Yeah, he definitely needs some help. I mean, just imagine the optics as someone who's trying to sell themselves as a brand. Like, you have a video of you cursing out cops, calling them crackers, throwing throwing a bag, throwing a bag full of of gummy dicks at at your at your ex girlfriend while your children are there. Like, come on, man! Like, something's got to be wrong with this guy. Yeah, sad. But uh, that's what it is. Hopefully, things get better for his sake, most importantly. But yeah, uh, no, we, can, um, we can wrap it up from here. Um, so, you say you're not, you're not making no moves tonight? No moves, just hanging out. Um, I actually started watching that that uh, series, You, on Netflix. I keep seeing people talk about it. I heard <laughs> so, 
So uh, I just I'm just gonna probably watch a couple episodes of that, and I'm done for the night. I'll probably finish watching Bad Boys One and then watch Bad Boys Two tonight. I'm, I'm gonna see I'm gonna see you three of them all afternoon. So some of the oh nice. I'm trying. I'm, I'm gonna probably uh, hit up the theaters next week when I get back in the city. I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna gonna support and see that one. Facts, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just nervous because I feel like the gap is just too too wide from the second one to the third one, like 17 is. But I heard, I heard the thing about it so far. So I'll give it yeah, a suppose if from all the reviews so far and uh, on Rotten Tomato, it's rated like fresh, like 90%, and the reviews have been good. So supposedly people have been saying it might be actually be the best of the three. So I can't believe I felt the first one was so classic. I can't believe that, but hey, I'm gonna go on there tomorrow with the unbiased opinion, and if it is, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> and let me know how it is. Nah, I got you, man. All right, man. Um, take care, dog. Good looking as always. We'll, we'll we'll talk on Twitter on the games. Yes, sir. All right, man. Take care. What? All right. Thank you to my homie Eves. Thank you to Anchor. And thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, as the Mr. Vincent podcast is available on several platforms that include Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Play. You can also keep up with me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Vincent 13. You can also like my Facebook fan page as well. Um, Hey, I'm actually looking, trying to get a sneak a podcast in relatively soon on a review of Bad Boys 3, which dropped yesterday. Um, I'm going to see it today. So hopefully I can find somebody who's willing to do a quick review on that podcast. I mean, on that movie um, for this podcast. And if I do be on the lookout as a podcast will be coming soon regarding that. Um, well, that's pretty much all the time we have for now. Um, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Stay safe till next time. Take care.